Good evening, and welcome to a very special episode of Suspish. Dun dun dun. That's even worse than Yo Yo Young. <laughs> I'm Andy. And I'm Kelly. And we are bringing you a different episode today. We're going to do a little deep dive. It's dun, all dun, Andy. Dun. All Andy all day. And I am so sorry because I am sick and now you have to listen to me talk like this for the whole episode. I feel like I sound like um, the lady from The Nanny, Fran, Fran Drescher. Drescher. <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. I love her. That's what I feel like I sound I like. love that show growing up. I know, right? I did love that show, too. It was my favorite. Do we have any business business? Um, not really. Um, there was a shooting in Colorado um, at a nightclub where I believe five people were killed. Oh, shit. I yeah. did not hear about this at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when did it happen? It happened over the... A couple days ago. I think a nightclub. It was like a gay nightclub. I think it was something like they invited a bunch of people over to the nightclub for a free, like, Friendsgiving. Oh, shit. And, yeah, someone opened fire in the nightclub. On Friendsgiving? Yeah. So, it's still, like, brand new. There's still, like, a lot of information just coming out. So, yeah, maybe we'll have more information on that, but that that's a hard one. <laughs> that's a... Yeah, that's that's rough, Yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think there's anything else. Not that you're not going to cover. Yeah, not that, that way. This is a special episode, so. Yeah, I'm excited. You're really harping on that special. Because I'm so excited. I am. You're I, special in the head. It took me a while to, to get through this, so hopefully. I'm just noticing that um, she let her husband pierce her ears. I did. And I'm just noticing them now. Yeah. They're really close to your other ones. <laughs> Yeah, well, I wanted them to be that way. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anyways, so for the, the treat I have for you this evening, we are going to be doing a deep dive it's on... It's 10 a.m. The trash bag that is Lori Vallow. Daybell, multiple names because she's a trash bag. Yeah, but... <laughs> so she recently came up in the news again because she's always in the news. Um, the judge in the case, Judge Boyce, has ruled that Lori and Chad Daybell will be tried together after multiple attempts of them trying to be separated from each other. Um, the judge has also ruled that Lori is competent to stand trial, again, because multiple times she has tried to say that she's not competent and go to a mental health facility. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't... I don't do the whole insanity plea. I don't think she's really going for insanity. I think maybe she's trying to set it up for insanity. She's trying to set it up. Because this is the second time. The first time, I believe, she was, like, declared incompetent for, like, 180 days. She spent in a mental health facility. Well, yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, she's fucking nuts. Yeah, like, like, before she killed her children, she was fucking nuts. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry, anyone. So, many people are very familiar with this case because it's fucking bonkers. So, I decided to set out on a deep dive after hearing that she was in the news again um, about Lori and the case of Tylee and JJ. So, we will start this case with who the fuck is this stupid ass bitch, Lori Vallow? Stupid ass bitch, I'm not fucking with you. I am not fucking with Lori Vallow. I will single handedly fight her myself. <laughs> So, Trash Bag was born in 1973, and she is originally from San Bernardino, California. In her lifetime, Lori would marry a total of four times. Mm. Mm. Why? Classy. Yeah, right? Like, she is just classing it up over here. She went by several names, including her maiden name, Lori Cox. Ha! <laughs> Explain so much. <laughs> Lori Ryan. Lori La- Lagiolia. Lagolia? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that one. None. Don't know that one. How many of her husbands died? Will we get there? We will get there. <laughs> Lori Vallow and Lori Daybell. Lori married Joseph Ryan in 2001, and he adopted her first son, Colby, who um, she had, like, right out of high school. She got married right out of high school, had her son, Colby, and he was born in 1996. She was 23. Sure. That's me. That's, That's me. Right now. 
Um, in 2002, they had a daughter together, um, Joseph and her, and that would be Tylee. Uh, the marriage did not last very long, and Joseph Ryan filed for divorce in 2004. Good so they were married in 2001, divorced 2004. <laughs> in 2007, starting off the crazy, Joseph Ryan was attacked by Lori's brother, Alex Cox. He tased him and threatened to murder him. Um, hold on to this because this may be important. He was attacked by Alex's cock? Yeah, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess Alex was, like, accusing him of, like, abusing Lori. Yeah. Which... Isn't isn't Alex all throughout this, too? Yeah, he's... He's He's there. I don't really know what's going on with these people. But, yeah, so I highly doubt that he... She was being abused. I, I fully believe that she would be an abuser. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So... I think that was her, like... And what's weird is... They got divorced in 2004. He waited until 2007 to attack him. And there must have been, like, some, like, custody thing or, like... I do think that they they were, like, fighting over the custody of Tylee, like, a lot. Yeah, so... I don't know. Her brother's unhinged. She's unhinged. They're all Oh, I thought... (laughs) Unhinged? I thought you said her brother's unhinged. I was like, well, first of all, he's dead. (laughs) Second of all, what? (laughs) Unhinged. Okay, putting that in the pocket. Yeah, take that. Hold it. You got it? I got it. Okay. Time so, to let it go. wasting no time. So, she was divorced in 2004. Mm-hmm. In 2006, she remarries and marries Charles Vallow. Charles was a devout Catholic, but after he married Lori, he converted to her religion and became a men- member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, oh, the LDS. We love the LDS. No, we fucking don't. It's uh, never good when the yeah, LDS gets there involved. There are so many stories, like true crime stories with the LDS involved. You could probably do a whole podcast on LDS true crime. Yeah, because what was it? That's a great idea. Susan, Copyright. Susan Powell. <laughs> sure. She, they were part of the LDS. What's the difference between the FLDS and the LDS? What's the FLDS? Isn't that like where they the like federal? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like um, like um, maybe they're maybe it's all the same. And they all like, Mormons. Um, yeah, like they have multiple wives. I don't know if that's the LDS, but I know the FLDS. Oh, what's just... the guy's name? There was just a, a Netflix documentary about it. He like married a million people, and like they'd be like super young. I know. So I don't know if it's the same. Oh, thing. someone. Oh, oh, oh you know what yes, I watched that. Yes. Oh, oh. It Jeff, was like keep Jeff, sweet, obey. Jeff, yes. Jeff. My name is Jeff. My name. My name's Jeff. I can't. I can't get the last name, but I literally did watch that. But you know what I'm talking about. So yeah. that's what matters. So Jeff. I don't know if that's the same or it's like the F <laughs> means something different. The fuck is his name? I don't know. So it's Warren Jeffs. We looked it up. Yeah, we had to look it up, and the FLDS is an offshoot of the LDS. So the LDS, they're all the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and Mormons, but FLDS practices polygamy where the LDS does not. So that's the only difference. So she's not a polygamist, but she might as well be. She fucking might as well be. That's crazy ass. Right? Anyways, so he just completely abandoned his religion and went with her because she's just manipulative psychopath and so charles had his own two sons who are nicholas and zachary and they're from a previous marriage so now they have tylee nicholas and zachary and i don't i don't know if colby was living with them at this time because he was adopted by um joseph ryan her other husband so i don't i don't really know where colby fits into this situation if he Mm -hmm. was still with not really sure but in 2014 which is actually a surprisingly long marriage so far for Lori. Yeah, Lori. Lori <laughs> and Charles adopt Joshua Jackson, JJ. This is Charles's grandnephew. Grandview. Grandview, yeah. I make it make sense. I can't and I so, don't want to try. So I want to. So, grandnephew. So his. So I think it's his nephew's son. I think it's his sister's granddaughter. Yes. Grandson. Yeah. Yes, his sister. So his nephew's son. Or his niece's son. son. Nephew's son. Nephew's son. Yeah. Um, JJ had also had autism. Oh. Yeah. Friends described Lori as a patient, loving mother to JJ. Well, they 
<laughs> and at some point in 2014, the seemingly happy family moved to Hawaii to operate a small business, but moved back to Arizona in 2017. Yeah, because Hawaii is like fucking expensive. Right. To operate a small business, my God. Is it really that expensive? I've never yeah, been. Yeah, I've never been either, but from what I hear. So it seems like when they get back from Hawaii in 2017, things kind of start to change for the Vallow family. Um, Lori became obsessed with books about Doomsday. Same. And one particular author in general, and that would be Chad Davo. Fucking fan. Fucking Chad. Fucking, it's always a fucking Chad. <laughs> he is such a Chad. He, he is such a Chad. <laughs> and if you look him up, he looks like a straight up Chad. But like like imagine, a goober. Imagine she's like, I love this author. You know what? I'm going to fucking find him and I'm going to meet him and I'm going to marry him. Love that manifestation. She, we don't. <laughs> we don't love that, but it worked hey, for her. It worked for her. Uh, Daybell wrote several books about doomsday and preparing for the end of the world. Um, Get to the bunker. Yeah. He lived in Rexburg, Ohio, or Idaho. Yeah. That's, you literally <laughs> wrote Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> just because it has an O in it doesn't mean it's Ohio. And friends say at this time, like when she started reading these books, is when she's cut, like the dynamic with her children started to change. Yeah, because she was mentally not there. I just don't know how you mentally. Because, like, I love Doomsday. Like, she just mentally checked out. Like, where did she, where I did she go? Morbid shit. It doesn't mean. You're going to kill your children? No, I don't have any children to kill, but I also would not kill them. So in 2018, Lori and her niece, um, Melanie, I don't know if it's Melanie or Milani, some sources said it had an E and some sources had an I, so I don't know if it's Melanie or Milani. But would it still be Melanie with an I? At TikTok, it's like, Melanie. Yeah, no, I don't know that one. Um, But anyways, they spent a weekend at a preparing a people event and preparing a a people I think it's like doomsday preppers shit. Oh. Yeah. I love that shit. This is where Lori and Chad met. No, she fucking stalked him. And she's like, he's going to this event, so I'm going to go. Well, he was an author, and I think that he was, like, heavily involved in these preparing a people events. And that's why she went, because she wanted to see him. Yeah, probably. 100%. Uh, They spent most of the weekend together. And this is just insane. But by the end of the weekend, Chad told Lori that they have... They've been married seven times in a previous life in previous lifetimes. Well, it's obviously not working out, so let's not do it again. Well, I, they believed that they lived multiple lives, so I think just seven of those lives they were married. Oh, is she still married at this point? Or no, no. Yeah, she's still married to Charles. Oh, Charles Valley. Spent yeah. the whole weekend together. <laughs> Shit gets crazier. <clears throat> but this is when they began to have like private communications. They sent like a lot of emails to each other. Shit's going down. Several talk weeks. Dirty to me, but it's like doomsday talk. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do to me in your bunker? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Several weeks after she first met Chad, Charles went on a business trip. Fucking Charles, come on, man! Like, Dude. don't go on a business trip. So Lori thought, well, my husband's away. I guess I'll have some people over. Time to play. Husband's right? away. Time to play. <laughs> and who came over? Well, none other than Chad Daybell. And her niece, Melanie Milani. I don't know which one Melania it is. Melania from, from Desper- not Desperate Housewives, Real Housewives. Um, during this weekend, Chad spoke to Lori about his various wild beliefs. And this is in Arizona. Yes, currently in Arizona. So he went to Arizona. So he went from Idaho. Idaho. Utah. Why can't I think, why do I keep wanting to say Ohio? Idaho to Arizona. Like traveled and then for he's, a weekend. For a weekend, staying I don't know in how that is. Like, the house that she owns with her husband. Um, I like yeah, I think it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain that on the podcast of where <laughs> we, we were trying to reference the U.S. map. Yeah, but without an um, actual map. <laughs> but so this this information comes from. I'm gonna call her Melanie because it just sounds feels right to me. Melanie. If, I, sorry, if I'm I, wrong, let me know. I have to show you that TikTok later. Cause... Yeah, you do. It's funny. So all this information we have from this weekend comes from Melanie because she was also there. Which is weird that she was also there. But anyways. Maybe they were like a throuple. Oh, and then it's incest. Well, that would be the FLDS, not the LDS. And it's incest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. 
But Chad stated that he lived 31 different lives, and these lives took place on various different planets. It always starts like this shit. Really? Like, I'm this fucking shit. I have 31 lives, and we were married. But they were only married. If he has 31 lives, they're only married seven. Right, like, what were you doing in those other Mm. lives there, Chad? He was a hussy. Like, and if you ever, like, I, I want you, let's pause this and look up a picture of Chad. Go ahead. We're going to pause. Pause. For- Mans looks like a straight up goober. <laughs> yeah, you call me a cinnamon roll. <laughs> yes, he looks like a cinnamon roll. Like, cinnamon like this man is like, oh, I've lived 31 different lives. Like, like shut up, Chad. He looks like a sex offender. It's <laughs> like, shut up, Chad. But like, go back to the 31 lives. Yeah. If someone's like. I've lived 31 lives. We were married seven. I'd be like, I'm nobody's option. <laughs> if someone told me they had 31 different lives, I'd be like, please check yourself into a mental health facility. There's what? How, quick math. How do we do math? 24? 24 lives without me? <laughs> you said 24 <laughs> lives without me? <laughs> How dare you? Oh, Jesus. But Chad also referred to people as light and dark. Um, The dark That's individuals... Racist. The dark individuals were from Earth. Were they? <laughs> yeah. And they believed in, like, Satan. Yeah, but they were followers of Satan. <laughs> the light individuals were followers of Jesus Christ. Where were they from? I, I don't know. And there were, like, gradations between, like... You could be gray. You could be gray. Like, I guess, like, maybe you're from Earth but believed in Jesus Christ, or maybe you were not from Earth but believed in... I don't know. I don't really want to get in Chad's head, but... Yeah, it's, a, it's that's a weird place to be. Um, so, Chad believed that Lori was an eternal being. Oh. I don't know what that means. And she had lived 21 different lives. Only five that occurred on Earth. So, how were they married? Seven. They must have been on different planets married. But then again, they were married seven lives and she had 21 without him. Or no, 13 without him. Yeah. But she obsessed over these beliefs. Um, Chad was also married at this time to his wife, Tammy. Tammy. So shit's just getting crazy all over the place. Yeah. On December 5th, 2018, Chad and Lori appeared on the podcast Preparing a People. I can't deal with that name. I know. It's, like, weird. Fix it. Find a better name. <laughs> so they appeared on this podcast together in an episode called Time to Warrior Up. Um, Sorry. I just pictured like them with, like, a shield and, like, a spear. Right. Um, <laughs> and those Spartan helmets. All episodes that Chad and Lori were on, like, this podcast still exists, but they deleted all episodes with Chad and Lori. But you can find them on YouTube. And I sure as shit did. Did you watch them? Yeah. Um, I will link it in the show notes because they're just fucking wild. Ooh. Like, it's just stupid. It's just so fucking stupid. You're just sitting there like, why? Like, you really believe this shit? And it's mainly just about, like, doomsday prepping and, like, how you should have X amount of this in supply and this supply. Do they seem relatively normal in there or were they fucking crazy on there, too? Um, like, they were, like, 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 I would just think they were people with, like, weird beliefs, not that they would be capable of murder, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Like, because, like, I would have a bunker in my backyard for irony purposes. To say I have a bunker in my backyard, (laughs) I would have a bunker in my backyard. And I know your husband would, too, because he told me his whole apocalypse plan. Yeah, he does have an apocalypse plan. Like, it's one thing to be prepared for something to happen, but it's another thing to obsess over. Yeah, I'm not obsessed over it. I just think it's hilarious. But, so they, after this podcast, they appeared on several podcasts together and I just keep exchanging emails. Meanwhile, dun, 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 in April dun, of dun, 2018, dun. so that was December, this is April. So this is Wait, not... we're backtracking. Yeah. Back Joseph up, Ryan, her ex-husband, was found dead in his apartment at age 59. No. Yep. A neighbor had called the police after smelling a strange smell. Ooh, that smell. It was determined Can that... You he... smell that smell? I wasn't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was determined that he had been dead for days before his body was found. Yikes. His death... Well, obviously, there was a smell. His death was ruled to be a heart attack. Oh. 
Um, I don't think there was ever really like an autopsy. She and his body was cremated. So. I don't care. She killed him. Exactly. If anything, just from fucking stress from being married to fucking Lori. Right. I know, like, they were divorced at this point, but still. Lori was contacted when he died because for some reason she was still listed as his next of kin. Ugh. And five weeks went by and she never came down to claim his body. No. Yeah. So then they contacted Joseph's family to come, you know, collect him because he's been at the morgue for five weeks. Yeah, like, you'd think, like, maybe not five weeks. Maybe a week. Yeah. So then... Mysteriously, a recording was found. Um, it was found six months after his death. Um, but I think it was before he actually died, but I think they found the recording six months after. And it was Lori at a church group, and she says, and I quote, I went through a lot of years of this kind of hard stuff, and I was going to murder him. I was going to kill him, like the scripture says. Like what? Nephi killed, just to stop the pain, just to stop him coming after me and coming after my children. I just felt like I couldn't take it anymore. And I would go through the scriptures and I would find all the things like, if he comes against you once, if he comes against you twice, three times, then you could kill him. It says it all in the scriptures. So she killed him. She killed him. But like, I don't know. She, like, what was this recording of? Like, I think they just recorded like sessions of like, it's like a church group. And she's just awfully like, yeah, I, I'd kill my ex-husband. <laughs> I'd fucking kill him. And, like, I don't think they're go- she, he's going after their children. He was I think it was just, like, a, a difficult, yeah, custody <laughs> battle. So, yeah. Because, like, in all the things I know about Lori, like, well, they did say he was abusive, but I don't know. But do you believe it? I mean, maybe, but. Maybe. But, like, you think, like, Tylee would come out and say something or. Yeah, it didn't seem like she. Yeah, it didn't seem like he really said anything about it. Mm -hmm. So that was 2018. In 2019, Lori began to tell Charles that she no longer wanted anything to do with him or JJ. Their poor little son. Charles, his that's his that's his blood. Yes, but they adopted him, so it's technically her son. I know, but still, like, I don't think that's the case. What do you mean? That Charles was, like, no longer wanted to be a part of their lives. No. Lori told Charles that she no oh. longer wanted to, anything to do with Charles or JJ. So she didn't want anything to do with them. What a bitch! Right? I told you. Trash bag. And she also said that she was the reincarnated wife of LDS founder Joseph Smith. Not Joseph Smith. His wife. The reincarnation, yeah. Of his wife. Yep. Not him. Yep. Oh. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? What? What? I'd be like, I'm going to 302 you. Well, <laughs> Charles says the same thing. <laughs> um, in January of 2019, Charles goes on a business trip. During this trip, Lori took out $35,000 out of their bank account. Oh, what did Lori do? For like a job? I don't think much. I don't really think she did anything. I have $35,000 in the bank account. It wasn't doesn't seem like it was hers. Yeah. Um, so she took this money out. Then she proceeds to call Charles on his business trip to tell him that when he comes home from his trip, she's going to kill him. Oh. And that there's an angel waiting to dispose of his body. <laughs> yeah. Um, an angel? Like, <laughs> he's my angel. He's going to take care of it for me. I think she meant, like, there's an angel descending from heaven and is going to take care of his body. Like, go dispose of it. But... Like, even if you're religious, the physical body's on earth. Don't, don't ask me. I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm trying to read into it too much. Like, I'm, it's like she's obviously batshit, and I don't need to try to understand it. Yeah. And also, at this time, they found emails from Chad and Lori with just, like, the, the subject line. It said Nick Schneider. <laughs> and on this phone call, she's calling... Charles, Nick Schneider. <laughs> Who the fuck is Nick Schneider? <laughs> and why do we hate Nick Schneider? Sorry to all the Nick Schneiders out there, but there's a lot of you. Right? Just so weird. So she's saying all this to him on the phone. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm going to see what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So he attempts to fly home, only to find out that Lori had canceled his flight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How did she do that? I don't know. She's a psycho. <laughs> so he buys a new ticket and flies home. When he arrives at the airport... 
he finds that he she had stolen his truck. <laughs> Man's just having a day. He's having a, a bad weekend. Like, holy fuck. He's probably in trouble at work for leaving. Like, oh my god. Right? Like, and that's just crazy. So then he finally gets home after all this craziness to find an empty house. His son is gone. His like, laptop is gone. Like, and all of his clothes are gone. Like, no furniture. Just an empty house. <laughs> I thought she didn't want the son. I thought she was going to kill him. And she tried to cancel his flight. She's like, I'm going to kill you when you get home. And then I'm going to cancel your flight so you can't get home. So I can't kill you. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> so at this point, Charles petitions for a 72-hour mental health evaluation on Lori. I think she needs more than 72 hours. <laughs> I think she does, too. He, so this all happens, and he goes into her car. Wait, wait, wait. So she's still in his truck, but she had a car. Yes. But she must have left her car at the house. Oh. So she just did that with a spite. She's like, I'm taking the truck. Yeah. He goes into her car and takes her purse and her wallet. Because, you know, she stole everything else. But she left her... Okay. She she stole everything else, but left her purse and her wallet. So then Lori goes to the police to file a police report, stating that... <laughs> he stole her purse Honey. and wallet. But the the craziest part is in the footage, like you could find the footage um of Lori like talking to the police. And they sympathize with Lori. And that believe they believe Charles is lying due to marital disputes. What? Yeah. So the the police end up encouraging her, you know, just go to the to get evaluated. They'll probably let you out. You don't seem crazy to us. Like, this is probably just, this is probably just all a mix-up. So she ends up checking herself in to the um, Community Bridges Healthcare, which is a mental hospital. Mm-hmm. And she was released only a few hours later. Because she was probably like, yeah, this is what happened. Like, she probably spun it to, like, whatever you wanted to hear. Probably. So then she gets released. And then she van- vanishes for 58 days. Yeah, but, but Charles was the crazy one, right? Yeah. So nobody knew where she went. She's just fucking gone. But, like, even if she took everything in the house, she took all his belongings, she took $35,000. Uh, even if he was exaggerating, like, that stuff is still real. Yeah, like, um, where is where is all my stuff? Where's my where's, children? Where are my clothes? Where are my fucking kids? Where's my truck? Where's my truck? Where's my $35,000? Where's my furniture? Is there a fucking couch somewhere? <laughs> Why'd she take his clothes? I don't know. What was he in the I same gotchies for like <laughs> five days? His chonies were stinking. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, Charles is like, nah, I'm I'm done. So he files for divorce. And at the expense at the advice of his attorney, takes Lori off his insurance policy. Yeah. Good job. He also filed for an order of protection against Lori. I would have too. Around the spring of 2019, Lori tells her niece, Melanie, that her daughter, Tylee, has turned into a zombie and has become difficult to deal with. Um, what? <laughs> she's turned into a zombie. Yes. Like, she died, now she's alive again. I Or, don't like, know. a zombie is, like, she's, like, I think metaphorical that, term. From what I've read is that they believe that when you are possessed by a demon, you're, like, zombie-like. Oh, so she's possessed by a demon now. It's yeah. like Cairo. Yeah. Yeah. I believe at this time she was like 15 or 16. and I'd be like, Mom. She's become difficult to deal with. Yeah, because she's... That's 15, 15 or 16, 16 year old. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And like if my mom told me I was like a zombie, I'd be like, what? Yeah. So around this time, Lori's niece, Melanie, unexpectedly, unexpectedly now divorces her husband, Brandon. Jesus Christ. Melanie, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I think Melanie really, like, subscribed to all the She craziness. subscribed. She's like, she subscribed. She clicked the button. She's like, follow. Follow Mike for more. Uh, <laughs> Brandon claims that this came out of nowhere, and he believed that this was due to her religious beliefs, Lori and Chad, and how they belong to a cult. Well, yeah. So Mans is like, I don't fucking know. She's fucking bad shit cry. I'm surprised he didn't leave her. On June 29, 2019, Charles finds a letter. Written by Lori to Chad Daybell, asking Chad to come to Arizona. A letter? This is we 2009. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just Charles got a just letter. found a letter. Guess I wonder who it's from. from. Hey. Do, 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 do. 
So Charles confronted Lori um, about this letter and said that he would contact Tammy Daybell, you know, yeah. Chad's wife. I've done that. If she did not come clean about Chad and Lori's relationship. He had also called her brother Alex at this point to discuss, um, you know, needing to do an intervention about her religious Why beliefs. Why would you call the brother? That, like, I understand where Charles was coming from, mm-hmm. but don't call it. Don't call Alex. Don't call. No. Don't call Alex. Like, don't you know what he did to her husband? He had to know. I'm sure he did. Um, so Lori then learns that Charles is planning to do an intervention, probably because Alex is like, hey, hey yo, your husband just called me. And said uh, he wants to do an intervention on you. Yeah. And Lori texts Alex on July 9th, 2019 and states that she needs him to stay close to her for the next couple days. But, like, intervention is, like, not scary. I like... From what I know, an intervention, they're just talking to you. So, on July 11th, 2019, Charles arrives at Lori's house to pick up JJ. Because, you know, they're going through the divorce... They're probably sharing custody of JJ right now, even though, you know, she was like, I don't fucking want him. Yeah. Um, at the time, JJ, Tylee, Lori, and Alex were all home. And, like, JJ probably has certain needs. Yeah, he has, he has autism. And, like, is Lori even supplying those at this point? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Hmm. So, an alleged altercation occurs, and Alex shoots Charles... In the toy, in the chest twice. In the twice in the chest. <laughs> Alex claims it was self-defense and that Charles had hit him in the head with a baseball bat. No Charles were filed on Alex and it was never pursued any further. What? Was there even a baseball bat found? It was never pursued. They were just like, mm, checks out. Like, if you got hit, there had to be a bruise or... Um, I did see, like, police, like, body cam footage and it did look like he was bleeding from his head. But what did he do first? But was that Charles to hit him or was that staged? Yeah. Or, like, what did he do that... Like, why do you need your brother to come stay at your house while your children are getting picked up? I don't know. But both children did witness the shooting. Okay. Oh, and did they corroborate? Um, I don't really know. It doesn't sound like... It sounds like they were just like, yeah, that that happened. I'm sure they were brainwashed, too. Oh, I'm sure. Neighbors also report that uh, the same night that this all happened, Lori seemed to have a large pool party. That's that understandable. Night. Like, yes, yeah, my husband, husband just died, died and I'm we're like, have let's a... have a pool party. That sounds like the right thing to do. Yeah, we'll have a pool party. We'll forget about it <clears throat> for the night. So, as we mentioned before, Charles had two <laughs> sons from a previous marriage. Um, Lori did not inform his sons that their dad was dead until 36 hours after he had passed. Oh. Yeah. She texted the boys in a group text message. Oh, not even a phone call. No, not a phone call. No. These messages are crazy. And she said, quote, Hi, boys. I have very sad news. Your dad passed away yesterday. I'm working on making arrangements. I'll keep you informed with what's going on. I'm still not sure on how to handle things. Just want you to know that I love you and so did your dad. She then does not answer the boys who have numerous questions. Oh. Like, um, how the fuck did he die? How did he die? Why Why are you waiting? Why did you say yesterday? Yeah. So she eventually answers them three hours later and says, I'm sorry you are so upset. I'm upset too. I'm trying to get JJ ready for bed. I'm waiting to hear back from the medical examiner, examiner to make sense out of all this for myself. Please be patient with me. It's a no. crushing situation all the way around. I'm trying to process it too and what it means for JJ. No, I will not be fucking patient with you. You're waiting for the medical examiner. Bitch, he was shot. You watched him get shot. You what do you need the medical examiner for? But 30 fucking six hours to tell his sons? Yeah. That's not being patient. I would I would have fucking went apeshit. They proceed to keep asking her questions about what actually happened to their father, and she just continues to ignore the messages or just, like, beats around the bush and, like, says, oh, I'm so sorry. I would have shown up at her house. I feel like they weren't in the same state for some reason. Oh. I'm not really sure. Um, so, yeah, I will link those text messages just because they're crazy. Oh. The, you can the, see, like, they're... The screenshots. Yeah, of, like, all of them because this goes on for a while. And like, how she, you, she never, like, comes out and says, your dad was shot. Like, wouldn't you call, like, the police <clears throat> and be like, please find out what the fuck's going on. This is my dad. I don't know. 
But the family actually found out he was shot through news reports. Oh, how lovely. She actually told some people, too, that he had died of a heart attack. Yeah, a heart attack when you get oh, shot like, twice Like your the first chest. husband who was found <gasps> in his apartment dead? Yeah, a uh, heart attack from being shot twice in the chest. <laughs> I mean, I guess I it mean, is a heart attack. I mean, I guess. <laughs> so all that craziness happened. And then on September 1st, Lori is like, you know what? Let's move. So Tylee and JJ and Lori moved to Rexburg, Idaho. Who lives in Rexburg, Idaho? Chad. None other than fucking Chad. But, like, imagine, like, the fucking trauma on these children. Yeah, right? Crazy. Like, you witness someone die. You're... Tylee's dad's dead. Her dad's dead. JJ's adoptive dad is now dead. My God. So they move into an apartment complex. Um, Tylee was originally going to stay in Arizona and move in with a friend. But she told friends that she was very protective over JJ and felt like she couldn't leave him. So that kind of feels like it tells you something. Like, Like she didn't feel comfortable enough to leave her mom with JJ. I would have have wanted to, like, JJ's grandparents be like, can we stay with you? Yeah, and I don't know what really happened because JJ's grandparents were in the picture. I think think they were in the picture. I think it was they couldn't afford to... Like, take care of him. Especially since he had special needs. Yeah. In the coming months... Melanie and Alex also moved to Rexburg and, and move into the same apartment complex as Lori. Like, that's just a recipe for disaster. So you got like, your knee. Who, where's Melanie's mom? I don't really know. Where's Lori's mom? Where's your parents? <clears throat> like, where are your parents? <laughs> so once they get to Idaho, everything really changes. I um, mean, yeah. Arizona to Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> On September 8th, 2019, Alex, Lori, and Tylee and JJ take a trip to Yellowstone National Park. This is the last time anyone would see Tylee. Oh. That night around 3 a.m., Alex goes to Lori's apartment. His cell phone then pings him at the Daybell's residence. Where at the Daybell's residence, do you ask? Well, (laughs) well, none other than in the Daybell's pet cemetery, of course. Wait, wait, (laughs) wait, wait, wait. My man's had a pet cemetery? Man's had a pet cemetery on his property. What the fuck? What the fuck? Like I have seen the movie Pet Cemetery way too many times yes, to I have, have a pet cemetery. Yes, and how many of your pets have died? How yeah. long have you lived here? I don't know. So yeah, Mans has a pet cemetery. That's red flag. Yeah, well, having all these goddamn pets. You have enough to have a cemetery. <laughs> there's a problem. There's, there's a problem. <laughs> Unless your family's been there for like a hundred years. There's yeah, a I don't really know. But yeah. even so, it's weird to have a pet. They're just fucking weird. Yeah. Um. One of Chad's neighbors recalls hearing a gunshot. And they didn't call police? Nothing? No. I mean, to be fair, I never call when I hear a gunshot. We also live in Scranton. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chad then texts his wife, Tammy, who is assumingly sleeping on the inside of the home, and tells her that he had shot a, rac- a raccoon. A raccoon. And- <laughs> a raccoon. And buried it in the pet cemetery. But why? Crazy. So, that was the last time anyone had seen Tylee. Lori had also, around this time, enrolled JJ in school at Kennedy Elementary School in Rexburg. But she never enrolled Tylee in any school. Although, she claimed that she was attending BYU, Idaho. But there are no records that she was ever enrolled. how old was Tylee? I believe she was 17. So, I don't know if she just recently graduated high school. How was she attending BYU? Yeah, so she must have, like, recently, like, graduated right before they moved or something. Oh, yeah, September. Um, Melanie, so this is before Melanie, like, moved here. She came to visit Lori on September 19th, where Lori informs that her that JJ has to become a zombie. And she's not like, hey, where's Tylee? I guess not. It seems that all these people knew what was going on to me. Oh, 100%. Well, obviously, <laughs> Alex is in the fucking pet cemetery. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. On September 23rd, JJ can be seen on a video doorbell camera, seemingly normal, playing with a friend outside. Um, This is the last time JJ would be seen alive. And imagine him, like, he's... Assuming, we don't get there yet, but assuming Tylee's already dead. Mm -hmm. He's probably wondering where his sister is. Exactly. Because I I believe he's seven at the time. Mm -hmm. So, like, he knows enough to know where, like, where is Tylee. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So he had stayed home from school that day, and Lori had called Alex to tell him that JJ had been acting like a zombie. So Alex picked him up and took him with him. Oh, just with him. Yep. Around 10 a.m., Alex's phone pings him yet again at the Daybell's residence, this time near a pond. Is the pond near the pet cemetery? I don't fucking know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, Lori inform- calls the school to inform him that she will be unenrolling JJ. Initially, she said that he is moving with his grandmother, but then changes her story to say that she will be homeschooling him. Lovely. Like, nothing like being suspicious, like calling the school the next day to say, nah, I'm going to unenroll him after I just enrolled him, like, maybe two weeks before. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're unrolling a student, you should have to, like, provide where the student is going. Yeah. But I I guess according to, like, um, Idaho law, like, they were not required to follow up with this. But you should. You should, but they, they weren't required to, so they didn't. Idaho. Get on it. Be better. Be better. <laughs> My favorite insult. Be better. On October 1st, 2019, Lori rents a 10x10 storage unit at Self Service Plus in Rexburg. Surveillance shows that Alex and Lori visit this storage unit a total of nine times in October. Is this where she put all Charles' furniture? <laughs> Probably. We don't know where any of that My kid was just like, nah, it's gone. So, wasting no time on this crazy situation, on October 2nd, 2019, in Gilbert, Arizona, a drive-by shooting was attempted on Brandon, Melanie's ex-husband. Of course it was. Yeah. It gets crazy. They're not all linked to these people at all. (laughs) Right? There's no connection at all. Brandon did not see the driver, but the Jeep that was involved in the drive-by was registered to the deceased Charles Vallow. <laughs> like what? And he didn't even like maybe take off the license plate. Use any a, other car. <laughs> maybe rent a, a car. Off. Well, I guess he can't they, rent a car. Maybe they, they were like, "Oh, he's deceased, so they can't link it to us." Like, no, like, dumbass, bitch. You're the fucking brother-in-law. Retard. I'm assuming it's Alex. I would assume it's Alex. Too. It sounds <laughs> like he carried out a lot of these things. Yay. On the same day. <laughs> on the same day, Chad purchases Lori a wedding ring from Amazon. Love How classy. <laughs> classy. She also has, like, researched um, wedding dresses and all that. Keep in mind, he is still married to Tammy. Still yeah. living with Tammy. And, and still then, married. She's unsuspecting. Died. Her husband died, what, a month ago? Two months ago? Yeah, what is this? October, and he died in, I think, it was June or July. One of them. So, not that long ago. Yeah. I love that. So, still married to Tammy. Whatever. October 9th comes around. Tammy Daybell is unloading groceries from her car when a man in a ski mask appears in her driveway and attempts to shoot what seems to be a paintball gun at her. (laughs) Yeah, I don't fucking know. The gun never ended up going off. Um, She yelled at the man, but the man never, like, said anything back to her. Um, (laughs) What? I'd be like, bro, what the fuck? A paintball gun, of all things? Um, he then just ran away and took off. Fucking Alex. What do you, like, you think? A paintball gun like, would work? Did his paintball gun jam? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if maybe they were just trying to do it to scare her away, maybe, instead of killing her. I mean, it doesn't really seem like their MO, but... I'd be like, I keep my Glock in my Rari. <laughs> right? Always keep a Glock in your Rari. <laughs> Um, police were never able to ter- determine who this man was, and they believed it was just a prank and never really... It was Alex. Looked into it. Fucking Alex! Fucking yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. Ten days later, Chad calls 911. His wife, Tammy Daybell, was found deceased in the Daybell residence at the age of 49. Of course she was. Her death is ruled natural causes. At 49? Yep. After Chad... And they just go off Chad's word. Fucking Chad. Chad tells police that she went to bed with a terrible cough the night before. Oh, a terrible mm. cough. It's the fucking pneumonia. It's the flu. It's, it's the, the, it's the, it's influenza. It's, it's consumption. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she was 49, seemingly healthy. An autopsy was never performed. If she had a bad enough cough, you think she'd be like, call a doctor or. She's 49. Do a fucking autopsy. Figure it out. Yeah. 
Tammy's father said that she was seemingly healthy. And yeah, because she was 49. He had visited her two weeks before, and she never mentioned anything about being sick or anything. Yeah. Like, you think, like, I don't know, I tell you everything. You'd be like... So, they just were like, meh. 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 Why not? She's, she's dead. That's not uncommon. <laughs> At all. So, Tylee's friend, on October 25th, receives a text message from Tylee. Of course she did. After she reached out a few days prior, saying that she had missed her. The text from Tylee said, Hi, miss you guys too. Love ya. L-U-V-Y-A. Yeah, that's not from a 17-year-old. <laughs> that's from totally a 40-something-year-old woman. <laughs> her Love fr- ya. <laughs> her friend seems to doubt that Tylee wrote the text, being that Tylee typically spelled everything out and that she would have talked more than just a, a simple response if she had reached out. Probably wouldn't take days either. No. Especially if you're 16, 17 years old, you're definitely on your phone. Yeah. So, um, there was also several Venmos from Tylee's account to her brother Colby with messages attached saying, I love you and a heart. What? Super weird. What is she Venmoing him for? I don't know. Weird. But is it, Suspicious. they didn't really specify whether it was like, is she sending him money or like you can request funds on Venmo. Was she requesting money from him? Why would she be doing either? Because she's not Tylee. I know she's not Tylee, but, like, like I'm thinking, like, from, if Colby's not involved, from his perspective, like, I'd be like, if you requested money from me, I'd be like, the fuck? <laughs> the fuck? Why? No, bitch. <laughs> I'd be like, decline. He, after he got these weird Venmos, he texted Tylee several times, and she said she was safe, but too busy to talk. So he would, like, try to call her, and all the calls went unanswered oh yeah like that's what i mean like if she needed money you think she'd talk to him about it and be like hey i think he like tried to reach out and like see what the fuck was going on and she didn't Mm -hmm. say anything she was dead but that's what it makes me feel like it's a request like a venmo request because he was concerned about her safety yeah so i'm assume i would assume that's but didn't tammy steal like 35 grand unless she needed money from her son now lori yes yes lori um, also around this time, Chad receives $430,000 in life insurance from Tammy's death. Of course he did. Why not, right? Because she was 49. Two weeks after Tammy's death. Two weeks. <clears throat> so that's 14 days. Lori and Chad go to Kawua? Kauai? Hawaii? Kauai? 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 We're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> nope, we're not. We're keeping it. Kauai? Kaui, Hawaii. Lori and Chad go to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, why'd you say that? Just They fucking go to Hawaii. End it there. We're keeping all that in. No, we're not. <laughs> Where they get married on the beach. So 14 days after Tammy dies. They're on the fucking beach. They're on the beach. Get married with their Amazon wedding rings. <laughs> when speaking with people in Hawaii... Um, they repeatedly just tell people various lies about their children, including things like Tylee died in 2017. Because she became a zombie. Or they just simply don't have any children. Oh, now they don't. They're correct on that one. About mid-November, they returned back to Idaho. Oh. Who has... Oh, because I was going to say, who has the money to go to Hawaii for that one? But then oh, they grandma... have $430,000. Yeah, yeah. Um, JJ's grandmother begins to be concerned that she hasn't heard from JJ in a while. Just now. Um, so she calls on November 26, 2019 to perform a welfare check on JJ. Police go to Lori and Chad's home in Rexburg and did not see any of the children. Um, the daybells tell police that the children are currently in Arizona with her niece, Melanie. But didn't Melanie move to Rexburg, too? Yeah, but it sounded like they were making it seem like they were visiting family. The next day, police return with a search warrant because they're like, these fuck people are suspicious. Like, 100%. Nah, man. Nah, man. Nah, me. <laughs> the police like, nah. Uh-uh. Um, so they show up the next day to find that they had vacated the residence. Mm, that's, not, that's not an admission of guilt. <laughs> Witnesses who saw them, like, packing up their shit said they did not see Tylee or JJ with them at all. Because they did. Uh, documents show that on December 1st, Lori and Chad fly to Hawaii. Living the life. Again, and neither of the children are with them. Around this time, Melanie comes forward to Rexburg Police and says that on November 26th, Lori had called her and asked to live and say that she had JJ. But, like, I 
just don't understand because if Melanie's in Rexburg too, like, wouldn't the police be able to find that out? It'd be like, they're not in Arizona because Melanie lives in fucking Rexburg? Uh, it doesn't sound like the police were, like, that concerned at the moment. I mean, the kid, he's seven. With autism, special needs, like... Yeah. I can get real bad real fast. <laughs> so people started to get real suspicious at this time. And they finally start doing some shit. Yeah, finally. Um, on December 11th, Tammy's body is exhumed. And they finally perform an autopsy. Yeah. Um, the details of the autopsy are still not released, um, but they ruled the death suspicious. Yeah, you could have done that from the start. Like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, the next day, Alex Cox dies suspicious, like, suddenly. Mm, Lori killed him, too. No one's safe. No one is fucking safe from Lori Vallow. We're not. We're doing this episode, and we might not be safe. <laughs> Lock the doors. Um, Alex was actually married and recently married. And he oh, told, who the fuck would marry him? I don't fucking know. He looks like a toe. <laughs> <laughs> he told his wife a few days before that he died that if anything were to happen to him, there was a bag of money in the closet for her. Um, it was determined that he died of natural causes. Mm, so he either killed himself or Lori killed him. Yeah. Because, like, maybe, like, Lori was like, you have to kill yourself because you did all this shit. Yeah. And it'll link back to me, so kill yourself. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry, I'm not killing myself for you. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about um, it. <laughs> on December 20th, police finally considered Tylee and JJ missing. Mm. Chad and Lori are considered persons like of interest. Months. Not suspects, but persons of interest. Who else would be a suspect? <laughs> but they are not cooperating with police. Did you, we oh really think they were God. going to? Attorney Shocking. Sean Bartholik. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Released a statement on the behalf of Chad and Lori and said, Chad Daybell was a loving husband that and has the support of his children in this matter. Oh, I don't think he does because, like, he killed people. <laughs> Lori Daybell is a devoted mother. No, she's not. And resents assertions in the contrary. We look forward to addressing the allegations once they have been moved beyond speculation and rumor. Like, fuck up. Shut the fuck up, fucking buttholic. <laughs> Bar- Bartholomew. Also, around this time, preparing a people in the podcast uh, that Lori and Chad frequented, cut all ties with them and yeah. denies anything about being a cult. Because maybe they aren't a cult. But all cults deny that they're a cult. That's true. But, like, <laughs> if they're cutting all ties, like, cults are usually, like, we'll back you. Yeah. And if they cut all ties, they're like, we know that's wrong. And we're like, <laughs> And I oop. And I oop. <laughs> On January 3rd, 2020, the Fremont County Sheriff's Office, Rexburg Police Department, and the FBI arrived at the Daybell residence. This was the former home of Tammy and Chad, where they lived together. Mm. And they had a search warrant. They searched the entire property, including a house, a shed, and a barn. Did they have horses? I don't fucking know. Does that matter? I just like them. (laughs) More than 43 items were collected, including laptops, medication, cell phones, journals, and various documents. (gasps) Journals? Sent for forensic examination. JJ's grandparents were desperate to find him and issued a $20,000 reward for information regarding his whereabouts. No! Yeah. I'm surprised. Like, Lori is such, like, a a trash bag. I'm surprised she wasn't like, oh, here, he's over here. Where's my (laughs) $20,000? He's over in this... (laughs) I have information. Now give me twenty thousand. <laughs> give me the twenty thousand dollars first. Give me twenty dollars. <laughs> no knife in the club. Twenty dollars. <laughs> what the fuck is that from? <laughs> On January twenty fifth, twenty twenty, a court order was served to Lori and Chad in Hawaii because they're still just floating in Hawaii for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, the court order required that Lori physically produce Tylee and JJ to the Idaho Department of Welfare in Rexburg, Idaho. Did I say Ohio? Mm-hmm. Idaho. Within five days of being served the court order. Five days go by, and what do you think happens? Let's deduce. There's no children. No, Lori does not comply with the court order. Wow. wow. Shocker. Yeah. A big shock. Yeah. I I wasn't expecting that one. No, that came out of nowhere. They're not dead. Around this time, a computer is found outlining Chad and Lori's religious beliefs. It included things like reincarnation, zombie-like demonic possession, Dark immortal beings working on the Rexburg Police Department. Wait, what? (laughs) I don't fucking know. And spiritual rankings of one's libido. Don't understand that one, and I don't want to. I don't. Don't want to. What? I don't want to know. (laughs) 
They also believed that the world would end on July 22nd, 2020. It didn't. No, we're still here. And what what is this? Um, Maybe their world was going to end because they were going to kill themselves. Right? I guess. I don't know. On February 20th, 2020, Lori is arrested in Princeville, Hawaii, and charged with two counts of felony desertion of a child, misdemeanor charges of resisting and obstructing an officer, Mm. solicitation of a crime, and contempt. At this time, she was held on a $5 million bond, pending extradition to Idaho. I don't know why, but I'm thinking, like, I don't know if it's because of the name Tammy, but, like, I'm thinking Lori Vallow, and I'm picturing, like, a Melissa McCarthy character, just because it's, like, so wild. (laughs) I don't know. Just me? Okay. She looks like if leather was personified. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. She's like that one Doctor Who episode, and it's like a skin flap, and it's like moisturize me. It puts the lotion on the skin. Oh, it gets the. So she was held on $5 million bond, pending extradition, blah, blah, blah. Um, She attempted multiple times to request lower bail, and each time her request was denied because they're like, you're a trash bag. Um, Around this time, Chad returns to Rexburg to the home he owned with Tammy. Oh, Chad's not arrested? No, Chad's still fucking living his life. Chad's still out here chatting it up. He's still chatting (laughs) this shit down. (laughs) Right? So on March 4th, Lori is extradited to Idaho. Why do I keep wanting to say Ohio? Where was she before? She was in Hawaii. Oh! That's where she was arrested. Two days later, she appears in Madison County Court. Here, Lori's attorney requests to lower her bail from $5 million to $1 million. Why? I don't know, but for some reason on this planet Earth, the judge agrees and her bail is lowered. There's two kids missing. Um, I don't think she was still even able to make bail at $1 million, so I don't really get the point. Um, she also had several attorneys withdraw from her case because who wants to represent this fucking trash bag she of probably, a human? She probably thought Chad was going to back her up. And Chad was like, uh, I'm out. And I- it is also revealed that Lori and Chad are being investigated for murder, attempted murder, and conspiracy regarding the death of Chad's wife, Tammy. Yeah, as it should be. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Can we add the other ones in, too? <laughs> right, like, what else do you want to add? <laughs> like, Charles and Joseph and... Yeah, right? Alex, I... maybe. Finally, on June 9th, 2020, another search warrant is executed on the Daybell residence, um, where the remains of two bodies were found. One of the remains was found in the pet cemetery on the property, and the other was found near the pond on the property. Chad is now taken into custody and arrested arrested on concealment of human remains. His bail is set at a million dollars. Only a million. Yeah. The next day, the remains are positively identified as 17-year-old Tylee Ryan and 7-year-old J.J. Vallow. The remains of Tylee were found in a bucket, and this is the ones that were found in the pet cemetery, and attempted to be burned. No. Um, they found J.J.'s body near the pond. He was in a pair of red pajamas. Um, his body was covered in layers of plastic bags, duct tape, rocks, and a wood panel. No! Yeah. Little pajamas. Well, they were both obviously sitting in jail at this point, and the day they believed the world would end, July 22nd, comes and goes, and obviously nothing fucking happens. On August 4th, 2020, Chad has a preliminary hearing, which they, um, conclude that there is probable or sufficient evidence cause to believe that the defendant, Chad Daybell, committed the offenses you know the no fucking on, shit the body's on his property no fucking shit um and he would have a jury trial um the goober entered a <laughs> the goober a plea of not guilty and not the goofy variety no he's just a straight up like you know when you get like that yucky mucus in your throat and it's like called a goober a phlegm he's a phlegm <laughs> he's a bucket of phlegm he is a bucket of phlegm um miss trashbag waived her preliminary hearing and then was also set for a jury trial, which she also pleaded not guilty because she is the worst human. Mm. Um, it is undetermined that they will be tried together because they're being prosecuted for the same thing. So, like, let's just lump them into Do one like shitbag. I don't know. I think so. I don't really know. Lori and Chad try multiple times to object, like, being tried together, but no one gives a shit. Um, they also try multiple times to relocate the trial, but again, no one really gives a shit. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, so they go to court and face 
they go to court, face the lesser charges um, of, like, the stupid shit that they were charged with, like, the uh, abandonment and all that stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Fremont County Prosecutor's Office announces um, a grand jury indictment on Chad and Lori, and these are the, the, the hefty charges. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Chad. She's a trash bag. Yes. <laughs> Chad is charged with three counts of first-degree murder, one count of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, two counts of criminal conspiracy, and two counts of insurance fraud. Lori was charged with two counts of first-degree murder, one count of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, two counts of criminal conspiracy, and one count of grand theft auto. <laughs> Is that from the truck? <laughs> I I'm going to assume so. <laughs> At this time, Tammy Daybell's death was officially ruled a homicide. Could have told you that. Although it's, they still have not revealed how she died. I think they're kind of waiting for the trial to, like say that well so, it seems like they do a lot of stuff that looks like natural causes yeah so like probably like a poisoning maybe yeah um courts and court records indicate they also conspired with alex and quote-unquote others probably melanie to kill tylee and jj well I so think like we knew I, alex i think alex carried it out uh, yeah i think he was the like you said the hitman and she was just like here's what you're doing you're gonna go take him you're gonna deal with him like so she can have like plausible deniability yeah so she's like oh alex took him he just never came home but i also never reported him missing or said anything about alex and that's why i haven't had him killed yeah <laughs> Lori is then committed to a mental health facility because she's a trash bag and i think she was just trying to milk it so she didn't have to go to trial yeah uh and the case is put on hold Chad enters a not guilty plea on the murder charges because, of course, he did. He's a fucking Chad. (laughs) Um, Lori was then also charged um, with conspiracy to commit murder charges in Arizona. I'm assuming that's for the attempted drive-by shooting of Brandon. Probably. Or maybe Charles. Or both. Or both. Pick one. Pick one. Yeah. They both work. Yeah. They both will stick. Oh, okay. So the charges state that she conspired with her brother to kill her ex-husband. So I did write that. We didn't get there yet. It's fine. It's always good to keep them guessing. Um, The records also indicate that she believed Charles was possessed by a spirit, specifically of the Nick Schneider variety. (laughs) Nick Schneider. The prosecution also files a notice that they intended to seek the death penalty for Chad Daybell. Like, yes. Do it. That sounds about right. Thank you. Um, but like, I like like I like when you set it up like that because I like I like to see what I could figure out and see if I can guess the ending. <laughs> You're like like a, little little tidbits. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like a case. Like it is a case, but like I want to be the detective. <laughs> I'm the detective now, <laughs> bitches. Um, the judge gave Lori 180 days to attain competence. They're like, bitch, you get your you have 180 you days to get to your shit together. Um, then they actually granted Chad Daybell's request for a new, ven- uh, like, a change of venue. Where the fuck is he going? I don't fucking know. Um, finally, on April 19th, 2022, Lori is declared competent to stand trial. She was this whole time. She was. She was released from the mental health facility and back into custody. It is now announced that prosecutors will also be seeking the death penalty for her. Good. Good. She's a toe. She's a big toe. She is, like, mm. a toe. With fungus, an she athlete's is, foot. Oh, both at the same time. Uh, the start date of Lori Val's trial was moved from October eleventh, twenty twenty-two, which we would have already been covering. Yeah. To January 9th, twenty twenty-three. Please say why. Because she was just released from the mental oh, institution. Like my yeah. On September twenty eighth, twenty twenty-two, Chad Daybo once again is like, hey, like. I don't want to be associated with her. Like, let's be tried separately because, nah. He's like... So, like, it seems like they're they're not doing too yeah, well I think, in their marriage. I think Chad is really chatting it up and trying to just separate himself from her. Yeah. I think chatting it up should really be a verb. <laughs> chatting. Stop being a Chad. Right? <laughs> um, the next day, Lori's trial is suspended once again due to competency concerns. Because mm-hmm. now I think that she is just... Throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. In terms of delaying her trial. Mm-hmm. She probably thought it was nice and cushy in that mental institution rather than yeah. jail. Because people probably want to kill her in jail. I would. I'd want to kill her in the mental institution. But they can't have pointy things. <laughs> but they can't have pointy things. I mean, you shouldn't in jail either. But it's more likely. You know what she could things. catch in the mental institution, though? These hands. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> um, so this brings us back to present day. We're on November 15th. Lori was ruled to be competent, and they would still be tried together. So they didn't really give her much time. They're like, no, you're not getting another 180 days, bitch. You're just fucking... No. You're chatting it up, Lori. Well, you're lowering it up. <laughs> right? And and the, the January 23rd trial date has been canceled, and we are now awaiting a new date. It would be better if her name was Tammy. Yeah. Because I feel like Tammy's are. Lori's still like a Karen name. I do love your mother-in-law, though. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> or Karen. Yeah, she is a she is a Karen. A Karen and a Chad. A Karen and a Chad. Chad is such a Chad. Such she, a Chad. I have no other way to describe him than he is a Chad. Chad. Like, I would be like, how do you describe him? Fucking Chad. <laughs> yeah, like, that's it. It's all you need to know. So, I'm sure Lori will pull some more crazy shit before the trial starts. Oh, yeah. Because now it has been postponed. She's reminding me of Daryl Brooks. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, what if she's her own lawyer? Oh! I could see Lori doing something like that. I could see Chad doing it. Maybe not Lori. I think... I don't think Chad will. I think... I don't know. Because, like, I don't know who brought who along on this journey. I, feel I like... think it was, like, both. Like, I feel like Chad had his crazy beliefs, but then Lori was like, let's go kill everybody. Like, it is so hard to find someone. This bitch was married four times. She found four people. To marry her. And... Like, she found Chad, who's just as crazy. Yeah. And how... And poor Charles was just living his life, trying to be a good dad, adopting his grandnephew. He seemed like a great pal. A great guy. And fucking Alex. Fucking Alex. Joseph. We don't even know who Kobe's father is. Uh, He was her first husband. Yeah, but like, what happened to him? Is he dead too? I think he's alive. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. I mean, he might have been next if she wasn't arrested. Thank God. Yeah, so that was... A trip. That was a journey. That was a journey. And it's not over yet. And it is not over, and we will have more on her because she is a friggin' nut. She's a cunt. That was strong words. But it's it's not wrong. It's not wrong. If that word would be used for one person, it would be her. And not in the friendly Australian way. No. No. No, in the very American yeah, hurtful yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. that is the trash bag that is Lori Vallow. Thank you. It. Thank you. It was a good time. Yeah. If you have any suggestions on any more deep dives, email us at suspishpodcast at gmail.com. Only in a sing songy voice. You have to write the whole thing and it has to rhyme. Yeah, you have to sing it when you write it. Also, follow us on Instagram at suspishpodcast. And you can give me the Facebook, finally. I did make a Facebook, but I just... I feel like Facebook isn't cool enough for me anymore. I feel like Instagram is where it's hopping. It's (laughs) hopping. You will not catch me on Twitter, because... No. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. (laughs) All right. That's our special case for you guys. Hope you liked it. Have a good night. (laughs) Bye. Bye.